This is Journal Talk, episode 21, with my first returning guest, the Oprah of therapeutic journaling, Mary Louise McCarthy. Mary, you have now years and years of building the Create Right Now library, and you're always adding new titles. How many different journaling guides do you have, and what are some of the more popular titles? Right now, we're up to 15, and I'd say the top three are the 27 Days Journaling Challenge to Health and Happiness. Number two would Mm -hmm. be Start Journaling and Change Your Life in Seven Days. Mm-hmm. And number three would be perfect health. Again, looking at health as a holistic situation, not a compartmentalization of mind, body, this, that, but taking a look at health as being a, a whole experience. People really go to journaling for health reasons. That's really insightful that all three of the titles you mentioned have some aspect to do with health. Yes, again, it's another change in our thinking and my goal is that we all are our own primary care providers. We are responsible Mm. for our body and the doctors, healthcare professionals are basically facilitators in helping us achieve perfect health. And I think that that's what you find when you get into journaling. It's just, yes, we are mind, body, and soul. We've been treating our our body is something you know, external or another compartment or, or whatever, but no, it's holistic, mind, body, yeah. soul. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for tuning into Journal Talk, nominated the best health and fitness podcast of 2013. We're here to bring you the latest news, trends, and inspiring tips about journal writing. Our whole library of free Journal Talk episodes can be found at www.writeforlife.us. And here's our host of Journal Talk, the Dr. Phil of Journaling, Nathan Oren. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Journal Talk. The holidays are upon us. It started with Halloween and Hanukkah, then Thanksgiving, Christmas. Oh, it's all a blur. New Year's is coming, and if your family is anything like mine, all these holidays mean one thing, food. Comfort foods especially. Oh, and desserts too. It's this time of year that I really need to pay close attention to my body and keep a really healthy mindset. And so I'm really pleased with having Mary McCarthy for my guest this week because she's got a very appropriate message and theme for this time of year. I just recently completed her 27-day journaling challenge for health and happiness. And wow, let me tell you, it was powerful. But before I share my conversation with Mary, just two reminders about some upcoming things. Number one there's a new link on my website. It's actually a bright yellow box. It's it's neon, neon yellow. You can't miss it. It's a special invitation to you. We've gone a whole year on Journal Talk. Can you believe that? Listening to experts and gurus on journaling. And now I'd like to turn the microphones around and listen to you. I'd like to hear from you, the Journal Talk community of listeners. And here's how it works. You'll dial into a Journal Talk listener hotline, leave me a message. You just simply share 
how journaling has played a positive role in your life. And I'll include your message in our one-year anniversary listener appreciation episode. And I'm really excited. So you can find the instructions on my website, www.writethenumber4life.us. And you could either dial directly into Journal Talk. The number is area code 805 751 6280 or there's a call me button on my website and when you click on that button you'll have journal talk call your number for free so either way you'll get connected to a voicemail just leave your message tell us your name where you're from and just say whatever journaling has meant to you and thank you thank you thank you for your participation it means so so much to me number two announcement Please keep an ear open in this episode about news for the Journaling Expo. You're not going to want to miss this. This is a free journaling workshop with three awesome and brilliant presenters. Well, actually, it's two awesome and brilliant presenters and then me, but uh, (laughs) together, together we're an amazing team offering up some journaling exercises, free gifts, and some question-answer time. And you get to participate right from your living room, in your jammies and slippers, or however you want to be. So mark your calendars. It's going to be January 12th at 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. And you get all the login details for the webinar just as soon as you register at journalingexpo.com. My guest this week, Mary McCarthy, is the sole sponsor and the coordinator of this second annual Journaling Expo, and she founded a company called Create Right Now. It's an online resource for journalers and journal coaches. And way back in April of this year, Mary was my guest on Journal Talk's third episode. And to this day, that is one of my favorite episodes because, well, Not only is Mary a fun person to talk to, very positive and witty, but her story is so rich and powerful, and it truly speaks for the power of journaling. She creates these amazing journaling challenges, and in this first segment of our conversation, you're going to hear her refer to a 27-day challenge for health and happiness, and also a 28-day weight control challenge. And you can hear more details about these challenges on her website, createrightnow.com. But what I encourage you to listen for in this piece of the conversation is how beautifully Mary articulates how journal writing can be a tool for being mindful about food and health and your body. And not just health for your body, but health for your whole being, especially during this holiday season. Listen in. It's been about six months, I think, since you were last on Journal Talk. You're the first person to come back for a a second interview, so thank you. Well, thank you very much for having me. That's great. So I wanted to use some of our time today to talk about upcoming stuff. So what's new in the world of Create right now? Well, we just started another challenge, and we thought it would be timely for health and eating habits and their their body so that they're in really good mental and emotional and physical space for the upcoming holidays. We call it the 28-day weight control challenge. It gets into all aspects of 
body image, weight, as you have experienced in going through our 27 days journaling challenge to health and happiness when mm -hmm. uh, was going on last month. And we get into everything spiritual, emotional, mental, mm -hmm. and everything. It's, yes. it's a holistic approach to our bodies and our life rather than you know, historically we've compartmentalized it. So like we have the head, we have the body, we have the spirit. Of the, we are helping people take a holistic approach to their life and their body and their mind and their, their spirit and their soul. So I think that, that, I you know, that. it's all inclusive. So, so that's what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, 28 days is part of the process is, of course, keeping a food journal. And so I, I'm doing the, the challenge as well to, to see if I, if I wrote a, a good enough <laughs> challenge. Uh, and I've, <laughs> I've started to, uh, to keep a food journal for the first time in my life. And I just find it it's absolutely fascinating. It's just, you know, we just, again, have just been so so programmed and eating and that it's just something out there. But now it, it's very much a process. It's, you know, uh, I'm more mindful of uh, what I've been putting into my body. I mean, I've changed my diet a whole lot. But now it's just, just the awareness of, of having to write down every time you eat or drink something. That That's like, mm, that's very, very interesting. And it's just, you know, in then it gives the body uh, an opportunity to be kind and loving and compassionate rather than beating the, you know, ourselves up and just, and just say, okay, just the facts, ma'am, and just put it there, and then you have it down, and you can uh, take a look at, uh, okay, mm, that's what I ate, and you know, then reflecting back on what was going on and, and how you were feeling and who was around mm -hmm. or what, that type of thing. So I think it's, it's just very... Uh, like I said, in the feedback, because we have a Facebook group going on, and uh, yeah. the feedback is just really, uh, really good. People are just really enjoying it. And like I said, I think the the time of year, having a an opportunity to sit down with ourselves and and take a look at you know what we're doing and come back to center, if you will, so it will help us prepare for yeah. the holiday hubbub and the stress that we unfortunately allow ourselves to get overwhelmed with every year. Speaking of the stress-free holidays, we are starting another journaling challenge via mm. a Facebook group called Stress-Free Holidays. And again, just helping us get into the framework of the holidays come this time every year, like it or not. So, but again, just helping us trying to, to you know, sit down with our journal and spend some time and just really seeing how we can manage ourselves into having a successful, thriving holiday season as opposed to oh, another oh, presence and stress and all that type of thing. So I yeah, thought you know, that yeah. would be a good opportunity to, to help get people into thinking and dealing with things ahead of time and planning out how you're going to have a happy, healthy holiday. Yeah, so those are the couple yeah, things that are on the, on the agenda. Super. I love the holistic approach, especially with the weight control. You approach it so sensibly, you know, with 360-degree awareness and getting into everything from what delights you to, you know, what you're afraid of to appreciating yourself, the whole thing. I just love that. I'm looking forward to it. And I hear that you're doing the 28-day thing again in February, yes? Yes, definitely. We thought that normally in uh, January we do the 27 days, and then we thought February would be a good time. People will have gotten through January and started the year and be starting to think about 
springtime and the nice weather, so I thought that would be a very good time to focus on having another weight control challenge. It's always very healthy to take the opportunity and spend some good quality time with, with yourself and uh, your best friend, your journal. in your face And the whole world is on your case I could offer you a warm embrace To make you feel my love All of the Journal Talk episodes like this one aim to bring you resources to keep your journaling fresh and inspiring. If you're enjoying this conversation, then we'd like to stay in touch so that you are notified as soon as the next conversation is published. Please stop by our Write for Life website at www.writewrite4life.us and add yourself to our mailing list. And now, back to more Journal Talk. Hi everyone, this is Nathan here on Journal Talk and I'm sharing a conversation that I had with Mary McCarthy about the simple and yet profound connection between mind and body. And you know, if there was any one snippet of conversation that I could share that would reveal why Mary is known as the Oprah of therapeutic journaling, it would be this snippet right here, what you're about to hear. If you don't know Mary's personal story already, you might want to go back to episode three of Journal Talk and hear it fresh. But in summary, Mary has multiple sclerosis, MS, and at one point in her life, she lost the use of the entire right side of her body, including her dominant writing hand. And so she was training herself to use her left hand, thanks to the inspiration of Julia Cameron, Morning Pages, And she's writing along one day, and she's visited by a memory of a Catholic nun smacking her hand, as they did back in the day when Catholic school children were using their left hand instead of their right hand. And it turns out Mary remembers that she was born left-handed all along. And her journaling has really been a way for her to coordinate the left and the right sides of her body. And that is just the beginning of the story. Since then, she has made huge leaps in her health, and she attributes all this to the powerful connection between mind and body, the power of journaling, and being able to have the left and the right sides of her brain working together. So listen to this and tell me if you aren't astonished by this segment of conversation. In our last interview, one of the biggest shockers for me, Mary, was the ambidextrous story, how you came to be writing both hands, the right hand on the right side of the page, and then you flip it over and write with your left hand on the left-hand side of the page. And for anyone who wants to hear that story, go back and look up uh, Mary's first episode. Amazing, amazing story that has to do with her battle with MS and how journaling helped her overcome some of that. And just amazing. And I wonder, are you still doing that? 
Oh, absolutely. And it's continuing to get better and better. I just really feel it's that with doing the ambidextrous morning pages, I don't know if everyone's familiar with morning pages. It's first thing in the morning, you do three pages of stream of consciousness writings. And the way I do it is the left hand side of the page with my left hand uh, and the right hand side of the page with my right hand. And I have found that not only is it helping, because I have almost complete function back in my right hand. So it certainly has the physical therapy benefits. But to me, I just really feel like I've opened up the rest of my brain. I really feel like a, a holistic person. And the excitement around it is what I call the universal messages that keep showing up. I mean, you know, words and phrases will show up or things that will give me, like uh, the other day, the words grounded and growing showed up. I thought, mm. wow, that sounds like a really good journaling prompt. So, and oh, then, uh, oh. and in fact, this morning I was writing and then I think I was thinking about the new year or something, but I came up with the word manifestation. So manifestation is going to be my one word intention for 2014. Like I said, I've been doing the ambidextrous morning pages for almost two years now, and it's the best journaling I've ever done, and I'm more than addicted. That's so great. There's got to be some measure of, I wonder if there's any studies about intelligence level, because it sounds like you're tapping into your right hemisphere and your left hemisphere communicating more with each other in some way at some level. Oh, definitely, and it's just so exciting because I really feel now that I am disciplined, organized, everything left brain, but I also feel I'm more and more creative, and you're right, you brought a very good point, Nathan. What's interesting to me is that I feel that the right and the left side of my body, we're, we're all working together as opposed to historically for me just having so much pain and agony and struggle. You know, I, I don't have stomach upsets. I don't have headaches. I haven't taken Tylenol or any, you know, anything for, wow. for headaches because I don't get them. I don't get headaches. I don't get stomach upsets and, and things like that. I can go on and on forever of all the benefits of the ambidextrous morning pages. So listen up, Julia Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) Great. What do you think, with all the information available and these good journaling coaches out there putting more and more information, it just seems like, you know, the more studies that get published and all the work that we're doing promoting, do you think that journal writing is finally becoming more popular? Oh, definitely. And I think it's a huge awakening to a lot of people that it really is a free therapeutic personal growth tool. I think now that we've gotten into really understanding that journaling is a journey into the interior from a cost point of view, it doesn't cost you anything. We all have a really free therapeutic tool. So I agree with everything that you're saying, Nathan, and I've read several articles that talk in terms of talk therapy is not what it used to be. It certainly serves a, a purpose and, and gets people talking about their their inner life, their inner world themselves, but mm-hmm. I think that journaling then takes them further in, into themselves and it takes them the, the rest of the way inside to really realize that the person that we have been thinking that we are or living our life as and who we truly are, our universe is apart. So I, I agree with you completely that what we have seen and 
the feedback that I've gotten and articles I've read, definitely I really believe that writing is the latest therapeutic tool. That like yeah, I said, brief yeah. therapeutic tool, and I think that that's something that really the biggest challenge is just getting past all the the messages, the erroneous messages, the wacky thoughts we've been carrying around about all the things that we were quote-unquote taught in school and things like that, and just realizing that it's a real challenge, but it's the greatest thing that anyone, I believe, could ever do for themselves. Yeah, so wonderful. Because what journal writing is doing is training you or opening us up to a way of living our life from the inside out, as opposed to we're so used to and experienced in living with what other people will think, other people will say, that whole living our life from the outside in, but journaling shows us how to live our life from the inside out and get past all the oh, selfishness and spending time with yourself. And, and yes, there are all those things that come up, but the more you journal, the deeper you go and you see that external stuff that we just sucked in and, and bought yeah. and believed it's the way it is. That's not true. So I just think it's you can see it's very empowering because we see that we can be our own facilitator and therapist. The more you, you do it and you see that, wow, there's so much to me. It's really fantastic. I know, and it keeps going. It keeps going. <laughs> there are layers yeah, and absolutely. layers and layers. Hey, guess what? Journal Talk now has a listener participation hotline. If you have a question or a comment, you can call Journal Talk and leave a message for Nathan or any of his guest journaling experts. Just call area code 805-751-6280 and leave a message at the tone. We'd love to hear your ideas, suggestions, or even just your voice of support. And now, back to more Journal Talk. Welcome back to Journal Talk. I'm your host, Nathan Oren. And if you go online and search out the services of a journaling coach, you'll find it's becoming pretty common practice to see people charging $50, $100, or even $200 for their courses. And oftentimes, it's really worth the investment. I mean, the good ones out there, the good, the really good journaling coaches, they know how to spark your inner genius and get you to write your way through health and happiness. And once in a while, you'll find really great bargains out there and get really quality trainers, you know, top-notch keynote speakers for a low price. But what you're about to hear tops them all. In this next piece of conversation, Mary and I talk about the upcoming Journaling Expo. And you don't get just one journaling coach, not two, but you get three for the low, low price of zero, nothing. You don't pay anything for this, and you get three journaling coaches working with you. Trust me, if you have any interest in what journaling can be or do for you, you won't want to miss this. So sign yourself up, and you can even sign up one of your friends as a Christmas gift. (laughs) You're going to hear a little bit about the Journaling Expo and then more about the 27-Day Challenge that Mary is going to be starting up again on New Year's Day. She even gives us a preview of one of the activities that's in that course, And by the end of this segment, you're going to hear Mary and I, we're cracking ourselves up just having a great time talking about it. Please enjoy. I 
believe it's already been a year. What goodies do you have in mind for the second annual Journaling Expo in January? Well, people can go to uh, journalingexpo.com. They can sign up. It's going to be the second Sunday in, in January on Sunday afternoon, Eastern Time. And we have three speakers, presenters. One is uh, Hannah Brame, who runs a coaching company called Become Who You Are. And she's mm -hmm. written many ebooks, one of them called The Ultimate Guide to Journaling. Mm -hmm. And then we have Linda Monk, who runs a company called Creative Wellness, that's all about health and wellness through the journaling and the, the writing process. And then we have someone I'm pretty sure you know. I'm sure you know very well. His name is Nathan Oren, who's uh, head of Write for Life. So we'll have three speakers, and we'll have videos and blogs. So it will introduce the world to all of the aspects and wonders and amazements and benefits of journaling, and I think will change a lot of people's perceptions of what this journaling thing is all about. Mm -hmm. So we uh, definitely want to have the opportunity for people to call in and have questions and discussions and really make it as an individual workshop, if you will, as possible. They can stay in the comfort of their, their own home but get to meet and interact with journaling experts. Yes, yes. I'm honored to be a part of it this year and I can't wait. Mary, the other thing that you do every January, you do this, I think, is it three times a year, the 27-day course? Yes, we do it each January, April, and September. Having done it personally, I'm talking to my 27 listeners out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> having done it personally, I can tell you this is a brilliant course. I can't tell you. I mean, it's deep. It is inspiring. It really, Mary has come up with 27 individual pages of journal prompts and exercises and, and additional readings. <laughs> Uh, that each day you get really, it's a course into itself each day, a new insight, a new aspect of yourself to ponder. And she has this way of pulling out of you, uh, helping you pull out of yourself a gem. This is not a breeze course. This isn't something you just write a few sentences and move on with your day. Uh, so step aside, Julia Cameron. Uh, this isn't just your average morning pages, folks. <laughs> uh, truly, living, truly living up to uh, the Oprah of therapeutic journaling. Each one of these days is, you know, you might say it's heavy and deep, but uh, while you're doing it, it's an exploration and it's very inspiring. I kept waiting to come up for air. Like, when, when do we get a time where we just, like, write about nothing for a day? Can we do that? <laughs> and I'm a person that, uh, that writes almost every day. And I was, I was, you know, wait, this is, this is intense. But Mary, you've done, you've done a bravo job at pulling this together. I can't wait to, to do it again in, in January with the group. And I love how you have incorporated now the bulletin board. I think you've always done this, but now with the ease of uh, Facebook, and having people interact that way and being able to like other people's comments and post a little note. And it's just so easy to you know, hear what other people are getting out of it. And, uh, and we're all on the same page, literally, you know, uh, through the workbook. <laughs> um, <laughs> bravo job. So that starts when? January 1, yes, that's right? Again. 
January 1, exactly. Mm-hmm. Great, so. great. For the purpose of sharing with the audience, could you maybe pull one of your favorite days uh, from that course? Probably it would be good to, to highlight a, a day that is a little more upbeat because I think you're, you're right. The, the, it is very intense, but it's not like you know, the Freudian you know, psychology 101. So I think right. my probably favorite day would be about discovering or rediscovering, as the case may be, your inner coach. I think that so many of us struggle and the challenge of the, the inner critic of just beating ourselves up or you know, that, that whole historical thing. But I think just being able to step outside of that and take a look at hmm, who can help me or who's the inner coach or in, just internally create your own inner coach so that you have mm. something to deal with when your inner critic starts doing its routine again or whatever yes. and just really focus on the positive because we're just so used to, as you know, the the criticism, the negativity and things like that. So I would say that would be probably one of my most favorite days of the 27 days is the discovering and the creating and the working with your inner coach. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love that. So I could hear the advertisement for that. Are you tired of being bullied by your inner critic? Well, <laughs> well today we're going to learn how to develop your inner coach and be the referee. <laughs> Would you like to be a guest on Journal Talk to share your special flavor of journal writing techniques? Send us an email at info, that's I-N-F-O, at writeforlife.us. We'd love for you to join this expanding community. And now, back to more Journal Talk. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to another episode of Journal Talk. I have one more fun slice of conversation to serve up for you. And in saying goodbye to Mary, I just wanted to know what she thinks of being called the Oprah Winfrey of journaling. And uh, and also I wanted to know if she could turn back time, would she have come into journaling any other way? If she could turn back time and make things different, how would she like to be introduced to journaling? And you know... Mary's answers always inspire me. Thanks again for listening. I'll be here again in two weeks with Hannah Brame from Become Who You Are. Until then, keep on writing. So when people talk to me, you know, what do you do and all that type of thing, I'm the Oprah of therapeutic journaling. I find that that's a very interesting and easy way to open up the discussion of what I do in journaling and things like that. So I thank you for your inspiration, Dr. Phil. (laughs) (laughs) You bet, you bet. (laughs) And Mary, if you could start your journaling habit all over again, fresh mind, or as the Zen Buddhist masters would say, with a beginner's mind, how would you do it differently? Or how do you wish you were first introduced into the habit of journaling? Hmm. Nathan, I'd have to say I would not change a thing. Just thinking that all I was doing was teaching myself how to write with my left hand and ooh, I, I got the rest of Mary McCarthy's story and writing and poetry and there's a plan in this lifetime and there are all kinds of opportunities, as I call them, universal 
presents and messages that, that pop up, and mm-hmm. uh, I just think the key is to to take advantage and not look at them as negative or positive. Like I said, if I hadn't lost the feeling and function of the right side of my body, specifically my right-handed writing, then I never would have gotten into it and never would have known this. So long story short, to answer your question, Nathan, I wouldn't change anything. It was just so synchronistic. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, thanks again for coming back on the show and look forward to hearing from you again. And thanks for all you're doing and the work that you're providing for people far and wide across the world. I know people from all over join your courses and get so much from it. So on behalf of all of us, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, you're very welcome, Nathan, and thank you for everything that you do, and I look forward to more dream journaling with you. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon, Mary. All right. Thanks, Nathan. Take care. All right. Bye. Like a black and blue, like I'm crawling down the avenue, there's nothing that I wouldn't do. To make you feel my love. This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Write for Life, an online resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at www.write spelled W R I T E, the number four, life, L I F E dot US. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk and for voting that this is the best health and fitness podcast 2013.